Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're here with us today, this Palm Sunday, and just happens to fall on our seventh anniversary of the church, which is just hard to believe, but... uh, That's how fast time goes by. Uh, I want you to turn your Bibles today on this Palm Sunday to to, uh, the the book of uh, John. John chapter 18. We're going to look at verses 36 through 38. You know, if you're, uh, just take just a second to talk to those that are watching. Um, If you're you're here, uh, I mean, if you're watching uh, whether it's taped later tonight or it's live right now, it's hard to believe the lockdown was really a year. Uh, if you if you think about it, all the different things that we've gone through, I want to encourage you next Sunday being Easter to take that first step. And I know it's hard if you have not been out in, in public and so forth. But because the reason I'm saying that, I haven't really said that all year. Uh, the vaccines have been rolled out, and, and people are feeling much more comfortable. You look at the, all the restaurants and the, all the different stores, and everything seems to be opening up. So, just want to invite you, take that step, and uh, come worship with us next Sunday at 11 o'clock here for, uh, for Easter Sunday. So, uh, you know, we're going to look at God's Word today on... <clears throat> on uh, what kingdom are you a part of? And it, what I mean by that, which we'll explain in just a minute. Well, there's the lights going. There we go. Oh, well, you can see the camels better. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Thanks, Ben. I don't know what you did. We can see better now. But anyways, <laughs> you're watching here today. Just ignore what I just said, all right? You have to come visit the, to, to get it. But anyways, you know, you it seems like, it goes without a doubt, we have to live in this world. But by living in this world, we're going to see what Jesus said, even when he lived in this world, about the kingdom that, that he was a part of. And so, let's, let's, let's pray. Father, we thank you today. We praise you. Lord, not only is our seventh anniversary of the church, but Lord, just... Lord, in many ways, that's minimized. We, we thank you for it. You birthed City Church, but it's about your local church and why it was birthed and the hope that we have, the kingdom that we are a part of. And so, Father, we praise you today. I, I don't know what everybody is going through. I don't know what we're going to face this week. I don't know what's going to happen in the world. But, Jesus, we have a peace to know that when we are a part of your kingdom, that, Lord, that uh, it is out of this world, it is spiritual, and, Jesus, you protect us, you guide us, and, uh, Lord, you give us that peace that we can only get from you. We thank you today for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I want to say something at the beginning of the service today. If you haven't seen this, don't Google it now. Just wait till you get home. I get so, so many times I'll, I'll say something about that, and I'll see people going, <laughs> and they're looking at it right then. Listen, wait till you get home. But it's amazing. If you haven't seen it, they're just starting to rolling out. Uh, but 
Well, just raise your hand if you if you have seen the new Amazon uh, commercial. It's like done in a cartoon form. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Okay, I want you to, I want you to Google that when you go home. Just the Amazon. Uh, I, you can just put it in there, however you want to do it, and you'll 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 see what pops up. Here's what pops up. Here's why I've been talking so much about the end times. Uh, before we look to God's word this last uh, month or so. Pops up and it starts, you know, you're so busy, right? And, it, and it's got this lady and she's in her living room and she's trying to get out the door and her coffee's there, her keys are there, uh, everything she's trying to grab, she's in a hurry or her wallet or purse is sitting there and she's getting everything together. So wouldn't it be great if you wouldn't have to fool with all these things, and says, <clears throat> and talks about her going to the store. And she's on her way to the Amazon store. Wouldn't it be great if you didn't have to have any of that? And, and it goes, all, you ha- all you'd have to have is just the palm of your hand. And it continues on. It says, this is how it works at our new Amazon stores. You just, all you have to do is go online. I think it says go online or go to one of our centers. And we scan the palm of your hand because, you know, everybody's palm is different. And we just take your credit card, scan the palm of your hand, and it's just a one-time thing, and it's so easy, and this is the way it works. They joke about it a little bit. And that's all you have to do. You never have to do anything else again. You just walk in a store, and as you walk in a store, you put your palm on there, and anything you buy in a store, it already goes on your credit card, and you're done. That's, that's where we're at. And you say, how in the world can we get, get to that place? One of the ways we get that place is a whole other message. I'm going to try not get two messages here in one. But um, one of the ways is, you know, most people 30 years old and under have no idea about the mark of the beast, have no idea about 666, have no idea about uh, what I even just talked about. It's just like, man, this is so, here's the word, this is so convenient. Man, this is great. Man, you know, no one can, can steal, any, steal any of your identity, all of the different things that can happen. That's where I want you, I want you to look that up. That's why I've been so stressing the last month on the end times. Anyways, today, God's word. In John, we're going to look at chapter 18, and Jesus is before the ruler of the day, if you will. And they're having this conversation about the kingdom, about this kingdom, about this world, and, and Pilate is confused, and he's confused because he knows who Jesus is. It's amazing still in our world today. Most people know who Jesus is when they hear that word. But he's confused because he said, Jesus, I, I, I know who you are. I've heard of everything that you've done. Why are you letting those certain people in authority? He says, I know I'm in authority, meaning Pilate. But why are you letting everybody else in authority? Why, why are you here standing before me? I mean, you perform miracles. You've raised people from the dead. What do you, what's, what's this all about? You could do anything you wanted to do. So that leads into this conversation. Jesus said and answered Pilate, when he was talking to him, and he says these words, my kingdom 
is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? And Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into this world, that I should bear witness to the truth. And everyone who is of the truth Here's my voice. Pilate said to him, what is truth? And when he had said, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him. You know, it's interesting why Pilate would say what is truth. Because isn't it like, just like the world we live in today, man, people, they just won't, They don't even give it a second thought to lie to you about anything. This is a world. If they can get away with it, they'll get away with it. Whatever they can do from take to steal to to do whatever. That's the world we live in. So that's the world that he lived in. Everybody was going after his job. Everything was saying anybody behind his back so they could take his job or get away from him or take whatever he has. That's the world that he lived in. So he couldn't quite understand. His, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what truth is. The way that we know the truth and who Jesus is is because even what I was sharing with the last few weeks. How do we know this book is real? How do, we, how do we know what we're here today for and we call this the Passion Week? How do we know? Why, why are we here? The Bible says by faith we begin to believe. And then by that faith as we, as we question more, we, we realize who Jesus is and we pray and ask him into our heart and he changes our life forever. But as we said a few weeks ago, a third of the Bible is prophecy. A third of the Bible. Now, is, is Jesus and what we look at about everything about this time of year, about Palm Sunday and Easter, you can go into the Old Testament, even what the Jewish people, they still go by all the Old Testament. You can go by the Old Testament and you can see all the prophecies of what is taking place. That shows you right there, it's true. That shows us that it is real what we know. And then you add to the fact, once you accept Christ as your Savior, the peace that you have, no matter what you see in the news, no matter who's president, no matter what war and rumors of wars that we hear, and all the different things that we see taking around the world, no matter what happens to you personally, Jesus goes back to, and he talks about, he is that king, and he is truth. If you want to know, and you really need to know and have an answer for your life on what is true, what is real about what's taking place in your life, about a person, about some situation you're in, about someone lying to you or not lying to you, about you really, really want to know the spirit that now that lives within you, This kingdom that you and I are a part of, the kingdom that we're a part of, God's kingdom is always going to tell you the truth. So, when we pick up this word, 
and we read it as Jesus said to Pilate a few days before he'd be crucified. That's the reason that he was born. He's talking about my kingdom is not of this world. His kingdom, he was talking about, will, will reign. The Bible says the government will be on his shoulders forever. He will be a king forever. You and I, are, we, we know now more than any other time in our, in our life, as I said at the beginning of the service, that we're getting closer to the end times. And I'm not here to scare you or, or to get you to look at things a certain way. I want you to see that, that, that you, sh- you and I should live a certain way every day. If we live a certain way every day, God's way, and live in that truth by picking up his word, he's going to, he's going to speak to you within five minutes of, of you picking up his word every day. And then I say the most important five minutes of that is the five minutes afterwards. See, we just read his word. It's like, we, like when we pray, we just pray and we, that's it. So, so, hey, what, what does the Lord have to say to me? I have something to say. Lord, I need to hear something. What does the Lord have to say to me? And take the time to say, Lord, what are you trying to say to me out of this verse that I just read? What do I need that's going to happen to me this Sunday afternoon? This Sunday night, tomorrow morning. The next day, the next day, every day he gives us because Jesus is the way, he is the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And this is what he says to Pilate, and he leaves, and he's disgusted, meaning Pilate. And he says, I, I, I don't know anything else to do. I, I, he goes before the crowds that want Jesus crucified. He says, I, I, I find no fault I find no fault in him. What well, the scripture tells us in another passage I want us to look at? I want us to look at this Palm Sunday in Matthew, Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through uh, 10, who actually gives us the narrative more of Palm Sunday. Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 10. Now, when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately will send them. You know, we, I kind of wonder what, what, what kind of conversation that the, the, uh, that the disciples, the two, the two disciples, what, what do they have on the way as they're going to this other village going, okay, we're going to somebody we don't even know. We, we, we know we get thrown in jail or our, our life taken from us. Uh, if it's like we're going to somebody that we don't know. We're going to knock on the door and say, hey, uh, uh, could I have the keys to your car? I really need them. Thing. You know, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bring it back later, you know. And, it, and this person doesn't even know you, but they had the faith to believe what Jesus was telling them because they had been with him. I'm here to share with you today, I want you to believe what Jesus is telling you in your life right now about your future, which is good. 
Because the Bible says God gives us a future and a hope. No matter what you've been through, that it is good because he's the one that's telling you that. See, here's where we get into trouble, that we live in a kingdom that, and I don't want you to miss this, we live in a kingdom that all the devil ever does is lie to you. Now, who do we lie to the devil back with? You say, what do you mean? We come back with him with what we're thinking. See what I mean? We come back with our thoughts. Well, no, it's this way. This is going to happen. It's going to happen this way. And that's what the devil is saying. And you're not going to make it. And you're not worthy. See, it's not about all these other bad things or the other sins that you want to think of the world. It's about you. And it's just pulling you down more and more and self-doubt. And you're not going to make it. And your life is basically over. It'll never be the same again. And you won't get that job. Nothing's going to happen. Things are going for And you come back and you say things from your standpoint. But the devil comes back again, and he hits you again. You will never, you will never ever win an argument with the devil, ever. But you will win every argument when you come back against the devil with God's truth. So whatever it is that you're facing, Whatever it is that you're going through, I want you to think about a, a verse of Scripture. When the devil brings that lie into your thought process of whatever it is that you're facing right now, whatever they must have thought on on the, on the way going over to get that donkey, they didn't stop. They kept going because they know what Jesus had already done in their life. If, he had done, if he's done this and he's done that and he's done this and he's done that, well, man, I sure can't figure this one out. I, well, I can't figure it out either. But it's got to be true. It's got to be real. And he's going to come through because I know what he's already done in my life and because of what he tells me that he's going to do. Don't argue with the devil with your own thought process because you will always lose. Come back with him with Scripture, with God's Word. As the Bible says, even, even the demons quake at knowing who Jesus is. The devil will flee from you. Continues on. And all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, behold, tell, tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. Again, prophecy from the Old Testament. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And they brought the donkey and the colt and laid their clothes on them, and he sat upon him. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches. It's where we get it called Palm Sunday. And from the trees and spread them on the road. And the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the highest. And when he had coming to the Jerusalem, and the city was moved, saying, who is this? A couple things. Kingdom. Majority of people were rejoicing 
because they, they know what Jesus had done. Even unbelievers, thousands, saw Jesus raise people from the dead or even heard about it. They saw all the miracles that he performed. They, they heard him teach like no one had ever taught. And they thought, finally, this is, this is the king that's going to give us the kingdom in this world so we can be free to live the way that we want to live again. And we go back to what Jesus said to Pilate. Pilate said, my kingdom is not of this world. What gets us into trouble, all of us, is when we have too much of our life in this world, in this kingdom. That's what gets us confused. That's what gets us off track when everything we want is about this kingdom. I, I, I never forget when um, all the years I lived in Florida and, and working other jobs and so forth when I was pastoring down there. And uh, especially I would run into uh, so, many, uh, so many men, if you will, that were retired and have conversations with them, you know. And, uh, and, and again, nothing's wrong with, you know, being retired. So, but this is what they said to me. He said, man, I, I you know, I, I thought it was going to be great, you know. But, you know, man, there, there, there's more retirement. I, I can only fish so long and I can only, I can only golf so many golf courses and, I can only say, I got I to do something, you know, and they're back, you know, doing, delivering groceries or packing bags, doing whatever they were doing, they were all doing something. They were working again because retirement wasn't what they thought it was going to be. How many times have we read articles? Retire. If you do all this, you know, do all that and do all this, you can retire by the time you're 40 years old. How many articles have you read like that? Okay, well, what, 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 what's going to happen after that? There, there's, there's that? There's that mirage out there about this kingdom that if, if we can do whatever we want in this world and have the finances that we need in this world, man, it, it's, it's, it's going to make us happy. But you have no guarantee that, that, that you're going to live to your 41st birthday. We have no idea, but God is telling you and I today. He's telling us who Jesus is. Who is this? Who, who, who is this? Jesus is the king of the world that will last forever and ever. And as I said at the beginning about the mark of the beast, we are getting so close to the end of time. I want you to be aware of, of your families and your faith and how that we are supposed to live and how that this is the hope. And this is what I want to close. This is the hope that you and I have as believers. That's why you're here today on this Palm Sunday. You believe who that king is and what his kingdom is about. No matter what you face, no matter what you go through, God's going to give you, through Jesus Christ, the inner peace that you need. See, when he said, he's told his disciples, I'm going to leave. But I'm going to leave my helper, my, the comforter. And he's always going to be with you. I don't know what you're facing, what you're going through, but he's there with you. And he says, not only that, I'm not only going to have one, but I'm going to have at least two angels always, always watching over you. You'll never know how many times something could have happened in your life 
and God had his angels watching over you. You know, it, it, it always gets me, especially this time of year, I always think about this. You know, we, I had the, the, someone uh, at the Beacon Journal had found out that, that I was starting a church again and so forth here, and, and it had been quite a while in the Akron area because of my grandfather and father. They just wanted to interview me and so forth. So uh, I met with the reporter from the Beacon, and I didn't know the, the but they did a very, I was just thankful, did a very nice article, but I didn't realize how big it was going to be in the paper and so forth. And I didn't want to, I, I'm like this, you know, I got all these phone calls, Bob, I didn't want to go see, I didn't want to go, I didn't want to read the paper, you know. So I find, finally, four in the afternoon on Saturday, after all the people had come, I thought, all right, I'm going to go down and I'm going to get a newspaper. And of course, I have to go to Circle K because I got to get a big gulp as I go in and get the, get the uh, got to get a big Diet Coke while I, I go get the, the newspaper, right? So I go in and it, it, is, it, is, it is like, it was just that day too. So the Lord gave us a beautiful day to start the first, first time we met as a church in downtown Akron. But that day, it was like a weird, snowy, icy day. It was just a terrible Saturday. And I even watched, looked at the door when I went to walk in to Circle King. I thought, you know what, that's, man, that, that, that's pretty icy. I better be careful on the way out, you know. So I buy two newspapers, and I got this big old Circle K cup, you know, and sure enough, you know, the wind's blowing hard, too, and then somebody opens the door. I go walk out the door. Bam! I'm right down on I'm right down on the ground, and I I I went down so fast, and you know I land on on my bad shoulder. Anyways, I land, I hit the ground, you know, and uh, of course the Diet Coke went flying all over the place and all over the, the newspapers and everywhere. And I'm laying on the ground, and this big old guy, and I I couldn't tell who he was. He just had a hood. There was a hood. He had a hood on. He just had a big hoodie, and he was on. And, he, and he's like this, so he says, he didn't ask. He goes, let me help you up. And, <laughs> and he, I'm like, and he just like, he's both these big hands. He pulls, he comes together, he pulls, and he just pulled me right up. And he stood me up. And I was kind of shaken by what had happened. So I was trying to get everything, you know, just kind of, I was not only hurting, but I was just trying to get every, my thoughts together. I, sw I swear I'm telling you the truth. The guy was just, he was gone. He was just, I, I looked around the side of the Circle K. I looked in the front. Gone. Completely, I, it was it. I know he had to be, as the Bible says, an angel unaware. There, there's no question in my mind. Didn't ask me. He was right there at the right time. He didn't ask me to help me up there. And he just had these big old hands, and he just put around and just pulled me right up like I was a, a piece of paper. And why do I share that with you? You, you will never, 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 ever, ever know how God through Jesus, every second of every day. Who is this? He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. And he is the Prince of Peace. And that might not be something physical in your life. 
It might be something that, yeah, you can put that smile on your face today and you are, hey, how you doing? Good. You don't really, really want to open up, but, but you're hurting. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. His kingdom that we want to be a part of, this world, we've watched people live in this world. Remember when I said a, a couple months ago they used to have a television show on all, on all the, 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 they actually made a television show about it. It was on for a couple of years out of what happened to all the people who won millions of dollars in the lottery. And all, every just, all these terrible things that happened to them. Well, they thought they had it made at the beginning. And nothing's wrong with money. Nothing's wrong with having money. Nothing's wrong with having a lot of money. If it's done in its proper perspective, if the Lord is first, if our trust is in God, then what comes after that, everything's fine. How he blesses us. What I want you to know today is whatever you're going through, the devil's going to lie to you about, about this world that you're living in. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to work out for you. And you, you don't come back at him with, with what you want to say because you will always lose. Come back at him with the word, of God, the word of God, which is sharper than any two-edged sword, which will pierce through to anything that he tries to hurt you with, and he has to flee. And to know that that inner peace that he gives you and I today, because you're going through something right now today that you never thought last year that you'd have to go through. But Jesus says, you're part of my kingdom. And my kingdom lasts forever and ever and ever. My kingdom, he tells us at the very last book of the Bible, he says, someday, he tells his disciples, I'm coming back, and I'm coming back for you, meaning the church. And I'm coming back for you, and he tells us in Revelation, there'll be no more pain, no more sorrow, and no more suffering. And then he says, and all the former things will be passed away. It's all gone. You won't remember all the bad things of the past, everything that happened to you in this world, and we will go to be and dwell with the Lord forever and ever and ever. That's why Jesus said to Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is of a world that will continue through eternity. Think about it. Many of you, most of you have loved ones that are already there, that are waiting for us. Isn't it amazing when we get to heaven and we're there and all our loved ones will never, the word goodbye will never have to be said again. It's amazing a thing. Let's pray. Jesus came for the purpose, and we'll even talk even more next week as we do every week. That purpose was to dying a cross for all of our sins. And if you're here today watching, the Bible says that we have to, to begin by faith. If you're here today, no, I said, what, what is that all about? By, by knowing and believing 
as the people that day said, who, who is this? Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And if you don't know him as your Savior, he says, all you have to do is pray. Pray and say these words. Jesus, I believe in my heart that you died on the cross and shed your perfect blood for all of my sins. I believe you're God's son and you died for me. And right now I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today on this Palm Sunday, this Celebration Sunday, even as a, you birthed our church, Lord, we thank you. But Lord, the, the focus is on you. We give you praise and we give you glory. Father, if there's someone even here today that doesn't know you as their Savior, we pray today that they would come forward as Ben leads us and ask you into their heart. Father, we'll give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son and you came and lived a perfect life and you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.